Welcome to the How Did You Get Into That podcast. Each week, we want to bring you an inspiring interview or encouraging message to help you find and do work you love. Now, here's your host, Grant Baldwin. What is up, my friends? Welcome to episode 100. This is totally crazy. Totally surreal. Can't believe that we are uh, we are finally here at episode 100. This is something we've been working on for uh, quite some time now. It takes a while to put out 100 episodes. And, uh, you know, over the past 100 episodes, we've just had some amazing guests, some amazing stories. So really excited to arrive at this point. And so I just, I can't thank you, the listener, enough for being with us, whether you've just been listening for, uh, for a couple days, several weeks, several months. Maybe you've been with us since the beginning. Either way, super, super pumped and excited that we're here. We've got a great show for you today. This is something we've been working on and uh, putting together. I wanted to share with you 10 themes that we have learned from uh, interviewing and talking with people over these past 99 episodes and things that we've learned, things that we have stood out, the people that are really doing work that they love. What are the things that they really have in common? What are the things that have really stood out to me from the, just from the eyes of the, uh, I guess, of the interviewer who has, who's been through all 99 episodes up until this point. So excited to share those with you. But before we get into that, I want to celebrate this episode and I want to celebrate you, the listener. So here's what we're going to do. We're doing a, uh, in honor of the 100th episode, we're doing a $100 giveaway. So what we're going to do is in order to be eligible for this contest, it's very simple. All you have to do is three things. You need to subscribe to the podcast. If you've already done that, then check it off the list. You've already done it. Well done. You're one for one. The second thing, number two, would be that you leave us a rating and review within iTunes. And then the third thing would be that you subscribe to the email list so that we can contact you if you win. I mean, if, if you win, we got to be able to know how to get you your 100 bucks. So those three things, that's all going to be summarized at grantbaldoncom slash contest. That's going to be the simple place to go to get a summary of exactly what to do. If you don't know how to subscribe to a podcast or if you don't know how to leave a rating or review, you can go there. That way you're, you're eligible for that. So again, you uh, we want you to subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the email list, and then uh, leave us a rating or review. And then uh, we'll do a random drawing and we're going to give away a $100 gift card to just an online retailer of your choice. All right. So an Amazon, an iTunes, Applebee's, I don't care, whatever you're interested in, we can, uh, we'll hook you up with that. Make sure we get that to you. So again, you can go to grantbaldoncom slash contest, get you all the information there. So again, so excited and I'm pumped about this episode. Excited that you've gone with us on this journey. Hopefully these episodes continue to be encouraging and inspiring to you. So uh, normally I'd be introducing a guest. I I guess I'm just going to introduce myself and we'll, we'll jump right in. So here we go. Let's do this. Enjoy. What is up again, my friends? Welcome here. Episode 100. This is totally crazy, totally surreal. You know, I think about it, it was just a little over a year ago that I actually, I just started playing with this idea of doing a podcast. And personally, I listened to a lot of podcasts, but for some reason, I had never really considered doing one myself. And so I finally started noticing this common question that people would ask me that I thought would make a great concept for a show. So basically, like as a speaker, I would have people ask me all the time, how did you get into that? And I found that people asked me that because either they wanted to be a speaker and they weren't really sure where to start, or they just thought it was fascinating that someone made a living by running their mouth, basically. And so I noticed more and more events I would speak at and places that I would go, people would ask me that question. Not a variation of that question, but that exact question, how did you get into that? And so that question really stuck with me, and I found myself asking other people the same question. And sometimes I, I wanted to pursue maybe the career that they had, and other times I was just found it fascinating with how they made their living. I kind of felt like, listen, if they could make their living doing their unique thing, then surely I can make a living doing mine. 
And oftentimes what I found was that when people would share their story with me of how they got into what they were doing, I could see, I could oftentimes see parallels with my own journey. Now, even though they may be doing something completely unrelated, completely different, I could oftentimes see my own story and theirs. And maybe that's why you listen to this show. Maybe you've come across some careers that interest you, and maybe oftentimes you, you just see yourself in the stories of the people that we talk to. And so one thing you hear me say a lot on the show, one thing that hopefully you, you've identified and recognized by now is that I'm really passionate about helping people find and do work they love. Like, I firmly believe that life is too short to do something you hate. Because listen, we all have to work. We all need a paycheck. We all have to do something. Why wouldn't you do something you love? And so I thought it'd be cool to share the stories of these people that, that are doing what they love and hearing how they got into it. And so that kind of became the genesis for this podcast that you're listening to. How did you get into that? And so for this 100th episode, I've been, honestly, I've been uh, chewing and trying to think about what, what we might be able to do that would be a good fit. And so I wanted to do something a little special and different. And so today what we're going to do is, since we're, we're celebrating episode 100 with a huge variety of different people and different careers and different stories that we've had on the show, I wanted to share with you 10 specific themes that I have noticed from the people that I've talked to and the people that are pursuing work that they love. So let's get into it. All right, the first common theme that I notice with people who are doing work that they love is number one, they are comfortable with uncertainty. Uncomfortable with uncertainty. Almost every day, I get emails from people who are looking for help or advice with their career, and a lot of them are basically saying to me, listen, Grant, I don't hate my job, and I don't love my job, but I'm not really sure what I'd rather be doing. And, and maybe you know that feeling. Maybe that's your current reality. And I think for a lot of us, myself included, like we just wish someone would tell us what to do next. We feel like, listen, if someone could just tell me what I'm supposed to do with my life, I would be happy to dive in head first. If we could have whatever we're supposed to do with our life just spelled out in the class, or, or have a burning bush or have just someone just blatantly flat out tell us, it would sure make things a heck of a lot easier. But I think we all understand that, that life doesn't work like that. And I don't think you'll ever be 100% clear on what you're supposed to do next. You know, every person that we've talked to on the show would tell you the same thing, that many of them have, have even said that they weren't even sure what they were doing when they got started and still aren't sure what it is that they're doing today. So what does that mean you and I should do? I think the best thing that we can do is you have to go in the direction that feels right. Go in the direction that feels right. But, but Grant, 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 what, what are the 47 criteria that make any given direction the right way to go? Listen, to be honest with you, I don't know. And you know what? To be honest, even if I gave you those 47 criteria to follow, you would probably still second guess yourself. And I think I would probably do the same. We all want formulas. We want plans. We want someone just to tell us what to do next. If someone would just tell me what to do next, I would happily do it. But you'll never know 100%. So get comfortable with the idea that you'll never be 100% sure. There's a second theme that I notice here in talking with people uh, that have been on the show. Second theme is this, is that you have to know yourself. You know, many of our guests have shared how they took time to take inventory of their lives and their skill sets. They got really, really clear on what they were passionate about, what they were good at, what they enjoy doing, and how those things could translate into a career or business. It's one thing I've just, I've heard so many different times, and it's more than just like lying in a hammock one day and hoping that it, it all just magically comes to you. But people who are doing work they love were really, really intentional about discovering who they were and how they were wired and making sure that they put themselves in the best possible 
situation to succeed. So I would ask you, have you taken the time to discover what you're passionate about, what you're good at, what you enjoy doing, the type of environment that you work best in, the type of, of people that you work best? Are you more of a leader, more of a follower? Do you prefer working with a team? Do you prefer working by yourself? What are those skills that you have or you feel like could be developed in your world? all the way back in episode one, which if you haven't listened to episode one, if you're curious about my story and journey, uh, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that in episode one. But I talked about this in my own journey, how I spent many, many months just reflecting on these questions just to figure out what would be the best fit from me. And until you really do like some deep introspection and you know yourself well, it will always be a challenge to find the work you love because you don't really know what you have to work with. So the second thing I would tell you is that you have to take the time to know yourself. All right, this third theme that I've noticed when talking with people on the show is that you have to start somewhere. In a quest to do work you love, I know it's easy to get bogged down and the, and the details can feel very overwhelming. And oftentimes we can be just be stuck with this analysis of paralysis. And there's seemingly like so much that we could do and so much we still don't know that we end up doing nothing. And so we make excuses. We justify that the timing's not right. We lie to ourselves, say that we, we can't do it or we can't make it work or they're special or they're the exemption. And, and we just think that we we don't know what we're doing. And so we end up just sitting there and doing nothing. But the reality is, is that we're just scared. We're scared to make a change. You're scared to make a change right now. You're scared to take that leap. You're scared to try your own thing. You're scared to, to step out of what you've known. You're scared to step from the known into the unknown. And, and to be honest with you, that's all entirely normal and natural. That fear doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a loser in any way. That fear just makes you human. But the fact is, is that you can't allow that fear to leave you stuck. You have to take action. You have to start somewhere. And so every person that we've talked to on the show would say the same thing, that they felt that fear. They didn't know, and many acknowledge that they still don't know what they were doing or where they're going, but you cannot make any progress by just staying put. That just won't work. You have to take action. You have to start somewhere. Number four is you have to be willing to fail. The fact is, is that you're just, you're not guaranteed squat in life. Like you could try something new that you think you'll love and either you love it or you hate it, or it ends up being this huge disaster, but like you just don't know. And one thing that maybe you've heard me say this on the show, if you've listened to the show for any length of time, one thing I say is that there's, there's two types of regret in life. There's the things that we do that we wish we hadn't done, and we all have our fair share of stupid, but then there's the things that we didn't do that we wish we had tried. And personally, I don't want to get to the end of my life wondering what could have been. So realize that pursuing work you love is risky, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. I would rather take some type of risk and have it be just a, a massive catastrophe. I'd rather it be a complete train wreck, but know that at least I tried than to get to the end of my life and look back and wonder, man, what if... Like, what if I would have tried that? What if I had given that a shot? Could I have made that work? Could I have made that leap? Could I have made that transition? Sure, there would have been some bumps along the way, but could I have pulled through? Could I have made it happen? And I don't want to look back and be like, I'll never know because I didn't try. And so you have to be willing to try. You have to be willing to fail. The fifth lesson that I've noticed and learned from people that have been on the show is that you've got to hustle. 
Listen, no one I've had on the show would say that they just they just flat out got lucky. They were just sitting there one day and life handed them a magical golden ticket. They would never say that. They would all say that any success that they've had has just come from a massive amount of hustle and hard work, much of which goes largely unnoticed. And often we see someone else's success and we assume that they just they won the lottery and or that they had some type of special advantage that we didn't get. But the fact is, is that, that that's oftentimes just not true. Like people who are successful have found work that they love are oftentimes just willing to work harder than you. And I don't say that like as a slap in your face or anything, but that's oftentimes what it comes down to is they're willing to put in the work and maybe you aren't. Now, maybe you are and you're just kind of getting started and you're just trying to to figure it out and that's okay, but you've got to be willing to not only put in the work, but put in the work consistently and stick with it for the long term. Now, everyone here has the right to find and do work they love, but one of the things I've noticed is that so few people actually do it because it is hard. It takes a lot of work. It requires sacrifice. And even after all of that, it may still not work out. And so are you willing to put in the work required to break outside of your norm? The sixth thing that I noticed, another theme here that I've seen from talking with people is that there's no such thing as overnight success. I mean, I think we all do, like we all wish that there was. I know I secretly do sometimes, but I think we wish there's a way to to cut to the front of the line. Some of us, we wish that there's maybe like some type of secret cheat code that would let us skip a bunch of levels. But the fact is that that, that just doesn't exist. Anyone who is successful has to keep working and at their craft. They have to keep hustling. And the reality is, is that 99% of the work that you do in secret that no one sees is what will put you in the 1% of successful people. And most people just aren't willing to put in the work. Most people who want to be successful but aren't willing to make sacrifices in other areas of, of life aren't going to get ahead. And so you can't just microwave success. You know, I say this about my speaking career that part of the reason that I've had a successful speaking career is not necessarily because I'm the, the best speaker on the planet, but just because I've been really, really consistent, that I've been, I've been really, really hustled, that I've worked at it for a long time. Same thing with the podcast. There's so few podcasts that reach episode 100. And again, that's not a pat on the back or anything, but just even for me, I have to remind myself that, listen, there's no such thing as an overnight success. And even though we're at episode 100 now together, that there's still so much more work that has to be done. And so understand there's no such thing as overnight success. You have to keep working. You have to keep pushing. Number seven. Seventh theme that I've noticed here from people who've been on the show, people who have found and are doing work that they love, is that you have to build relationships. I cannot overstate this enough, how important relationships are for your career, for your business, for your life. Listen, the right relationships have the ability to provide a a shortcut to your business or to your career. They can open up doors in an instant that would take you years to pry open on your own. You know, relationships are, are the reason that we recently moved. You know, maybe some of you are familiar with my story and familiar with what we've been up to. But in the past couple of weeks, we actually moved to Nashville. And a large reason for that was the relationships and connecting with other people, people that are doing what it is that I want to do and people that I'm friends with and entrepreneurs and people that I want to connect with. Because relationships are just that important. And so when you are searching for work you love, one thing that we've heard over and over from guests is that you have to find people who are doing something that you want to do and learn from them. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. And don't look at where someone is today, but study their early steps of how they got started. You know, one thing that we talk about on the show 
is that oftentimes we look at the A to Z spectrum of success. And we look at Z as being the end of the road, the top of the mountain. Like that's success. That's the sexy part. That's the glamorous part that a lot of us may be working towards or striving towards or whatever. But realize like you can't look at what they're doing to get from letter Y to letter Z, but you have to look at their early steps and A, B, and C. What are those early things that they did that got them going in the right direction? And so whenever you are trying to figure that out, Look for those other people who are where you want to be, who are building the kind of business or building the kind of life or have the kind of career or job that you want to have. Because the fact is, is that you can only go so far on your own. You have to connect with other people. The eighth lesson that I've learned here is that you have to be stubborn but wise. People who pursue something they love are really focused on that goal. And they're passionate about growth and progress almost to a fault, though. But somehow they find this balance between stubbornness and wisdom. And so stubbornness says, listen, I'm, I'm not going to give up no matter what. I'm just going to dig my heels in. And even if the whole thing is falling apart or the, the ship is sinking, I don't care. That is stubbornness. But wisdom says, like, hey, slow down, Trigger. Let's, like, think this through a little bit more. And the, and the truth is, like, you have to have both. You have to have a, a good mix of both. And so many people that I've talked to on the show were extremely stubborn and simply chose like just not to give up. But again, you also need the wisdom to know when it's time to make a pivot because there's also so many people that we've talked to that have made those pivots who said, I I was going down this one direction and I just, it was clear to me that it just wasn't working. And so maybe all I needed to do was to pivot just slightly, slightly to the left or slightly to the right. And maybe it's a small, simple little pivot. Maybe it's a gradual thing that, that develops over time. Maybe it's a big, significant leap of a pivot. But you have to be willing to be wise to make some of those pivots as you go and know that whenever you start, the path that you're on will always have twists and turns and roadblocks and constructions and detours. But again, you have to be willing to kind of go with the flow and have the wisdom to determine when you make a turn, when you should pivot, and when maybe you should exit completely. Number nine, the ninth theme that I've noticed from people is that not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. I personally, I love entrepreneurship. I love connecting with other entrepreneurs, but I'm not naive enough to think that everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. In fact, I firmly believe that not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. Not everyone is wired to be an entrepreneur. And in this day and age and in this culture, often, oftentimes we, we applaud entrepreneurs. We, we think that they are somehow on a pedestal compared to traditional employees. And I, I just, I'm, I'm here to say like that is just not the case. Now, I personally, like I, again, I love entrepreneurship. I love connecting with other entrepreneurs, but I just don't think that everyone has to be an entrepreneur. In fact, there's a lot of people on the show who listen who don't want to be an entrepreneur, but are just interested in doing some type of work they love, but they don't want to work for a company that they just they don't believe in or doing some type of work that they just dread doing. And so there's nothing wrong with that at all. Being an employee doesn't make you a second-rate worker or a second-rate citizen. Like no single person has every skill or talent needed to operate a, a business. So the world needs good employees who can use their skills to support a business or a cause that is bigger than themselves. So listen, if you feel the drive and the desire to be an entrepreneur, that's great. That's fine. Pursue that. But if you're like, listen, Grant, maybe I tried it and I realized like that's not my skill set. That's not my gift. That's not where I should be. That is okay. 
You do not have to be an entrepreneur to be successful. You do not have to be an entrepreneur to find and do work you love. You can work for a company. There's a plenty of employees that I know, plenty of employees that we've talked to on the show who are doing something that they love and they love what they're doing because they get to be an employee, because they get to be a part of a team, because they get to, to be a part of a thing that's so much bigger than themselves. So you don't feel like everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. And the 10th thing, the last theme that I have noticed here and doing these 99 episodes leading to this episode 100 is that anyone is capable of doing work that they love. Anyone, absolutely, even you right now, you are capable of doing work you love. This is one of my favorite things that I've learned from this podcast is that anyone, I mean, anyone has the opportunity and has the ability to do work that you love. You don't need some special talent. You don't need some special skill set. You don't need to have a a prestigious college degree or come from a successful family. You don't need to have a, a big bank account or major connections. In fact, you already have everything you need right now to find and do work you love. It's just a matter of if you'll actually put in the work to find and pursue it. So let's recap these, all right? I gave you 10 themes of people that are doing work that they love, people that have been on the show. Number one is that you got to be comfortable with uncertainty. You're not guaranteed anything. It could work out. It may not, but you don't know. Number two, you have to know yourself. You've got to know yourself. You've got to do that deep introspective work just to figure out what are you passionate about? What are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? How are you wired? What type of environment makes the most sense for you? Are you best as an employee? Are you best as an entrepreneur? You have to know yourself. Number three, is you've got to start somewhere. Don't get bogged down in all the details and and have this analysis or paralysis of analysis where you're just overthinking everything. You've got to start somewhere. You've got to take action. Number four is you've got to be willing to fail. Listen again, like I said, you are not guaranteed squat in life. You could take some type of risk. You could take some type of leap and it could be a massive disaster or it could be the best thing that's ever happened to you, but you just don't know unless you try. Number five, you got to be willing to hustle. You got to be willing to put in the work. You got to be willing to work as hard as other people. You got to be willing to be consistent and stick it out for the long term. Number six, there's no such thing as overnight success. You got to be willing to, to, again, put in the work long term beyond just, well, I tried it for a couple of days and it didn't work. Well, then you didn't try it long enough. You've got to stick with it. And if you want to see results, you've got to be willing to be in this for the long haul. Number seven is that you've got to build relationships. You've got to find people in your space. People that that not only are doing the type of work that you can do that you can surround yourself with, but you want to surround yourself with people that that care about you, that support you, that believe in you, people that that are are your cheerleaders. That's why building relationships, not only with, again, people that are on the show, but people that other listeners of the show and connecting with each other to support each other and encourage one another. We have to build relationships. Number eight, you have to be stubborn, but wise. Have that balance of of recognizing when something isn't working, but also just having the the fortitude and the stubbornness to say, no, I want to stick with it. I want to keep pushing. I want to keep trying. I'm not giving up. I'm not quitting. But again, having the balance of having the wisdom of knowing, hey, let's pivot. Let's make a little change. Let's do something a little different here. I don't have to completely scrap the plans here, but let's go in a little slightly different direction. Number nine, not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. Okay, if you don't feel like you're an entrepreneur, great, that's fine. Nothing wrong at all with that. You're not a second-rate citizen. You're not a, uh, a bad person that by any means. Okay, there's, we absolutely need great employees in the world as well. And then number 10, anyone, 
absolutely anyone is capable of doing work that they love. And that includes you, my friend. You can absolutely 100% do work you love. So those are the 10 lessons that I have learned from doing this podcast and uh, from connecting with these bunches and bunches of people that we've had on the show from all types of industries, all types of careers. And so I hope you do more than just listen to this or hear this. I know maybe you're driving down the road, maybe you're working out at the gym, maybe you're on a run, maybe you're cooking dinner, maybe you're just you're at work and secretly listening to this trying to figure out how do you escape this cubicle land that maybe you feel trapped in. But just know this, I believe in you. I'm here for you. I know that you can do work that you love. And this isn't just lip service, this isn't just some some BS, but I believe that you can absolutely do work that you love, but it's not easy. So a lot of people won't do it. So I'd encourage you to take the time to review these 10. They're going to be on our website at grantbalden.com and to check them out and to figure out how, uh, what you need to be doing, what some of those next steps are for you. Don't maybe, maybe one of the best things for you is not to go over all 10 of these and to feel overwhelmed about, well, you know, where do I even begin? But maybe just pick one of them just to let it kind of like sink in and resonate with you. Like, this is the one thing I just need to focus on right now. Maybe you're on the right track. You just need to hustle right now. Maybe right now for you, you need to start building more relationships. You need to start connecting with other people. Maybe you need to realize that, that it's okay if you fail, if it doesn't work out. Maybe you just need to take the time to get to know yourself and just do some of that soul searching to figure out how you're wired and what your best fit is for doing work that you love. I don't know what it is for you. I don't know where you're at in life. But again, like I said, that last thought is that I know that you are capable of doing work that you love. All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that. There was no interview there. It was just me jabbering for a bit. You know, I do hope it was encouraging. I do hope it was inspiring to you that you begin to realize that there are so many people in the world that are doing work that they love. And yet there's also so many people, far more many people who are doing work that they they just hate, you know, and a lot of people, I, I would say this, actually, I don't, you know, I think there's plenty of people that hate what they do, but there's also plenty of people who are like, I hate my job. I don't love my job. I just don't know what that other thing is that I'd rather be doing. And so I hope that these lessons that we've shared with you have been encouraging and inspiring to you to help you to begin to take action, to help you begin to to know yourself and to do more than just listen to this, but actually implement it and putting it into place. Because listen, just listening to this does nothing, all right? I hope it encourages you. I hope it inspires you, but you have to actually do something with it. As a speaker, one of the things I say a lot is uh, I challenge my audiences to answer the question, now what? What are you going to do as a result of it? Just listening to a podcast isn't enough. You have to actually take what you've heard, take what you've been inspired with, take what you've learned, and actually put it into practice, actually begin to take action on it and begin to move the ball forward. So I, I hope that this episode inspires you to do that. I hope the whole show inspires you to do that. Hey, also, let me remind you about that $100 giveaway for the uh, 100th episode just to celebrate that. Again, to register for that, you can go to grantbaldon.com slash contest. Again, that's grantbaldon.com slash contest there. Three simple things that you, you can do is uh, subscribe to the show, subscribe to our email list, and then leave us a rating and review on the podcast. Like I said, we're going to be doing a uh, random drawing from the people that meet those three criteria, and we'll be giving away a $100 gift card to a place of your choice. So uh, make sure that you head over to grantbaldon.com slash contest to check that 
out. All right, my friends, that puts a bow on episode 100. We're going to be coming at you again really soon with 101. We got another, you know, 100, several hundred in the can ahead of us. Uh, not in the can, really, uh, technically, but we've got a lot that are already scheduled and lined out and excited for the next 100 episodes and uh, the next hundreds and hundreds of episodes, hopefully. So, uh, as always, feel free to email me, grant Let me know if there's anything I can do for you, any way that I can support you on your journey to find and do work you love. If you've got a guest or a career that you'd be interested in having us talk about on the show, be sure and let me know. But really do appreciate you. really does mean a lot that you would listen to the show. And you are awesome, my friend. So we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the How Did You Get Into That podcast with Grant Baldwin. Don't forget to visit grantbaldwin.com for all the show notes and links discussed in today's episode. We'll see you next time.